It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Rico Bronia time as we head towards Christmas week. We are a week away from Christmas and the Met fan is getting antsy. The Met fan is getting nervous. The Met fan and the Yankee fan, Red Sox fan, Dodger fan, Giant fan is checking their phone every five minutes because we just need updates on Yoshinabu Yamamoto. And the updates that we've gotten over the last few days has told me absolutely nothing. It may get you excited as a Met fan to hear that Yamamoto went over to Steve Cohen's house and they had dinner and everybody had a grand old time. But then within five minutes of hearing that, you hear Yamamoto then on the next day went to the Bronx to hang out with the New York Yankees. Nothing has really changed. That's the truth. As much as maybe we try to talk ourselves into this is why Yamamoto is going to pick the New York Mets, nothing has changed. These rumors, which I admit I'm gobbling them up to, it's certainly the biggest topic in the Mets text chat. I'm interested, but I'm also drawing very, very few conclusions. On Saturday night, Uh, There was excitement in the Met fan community because of this dinner, because of the fact, wow, they they got a second meeting with Yamamoto. He went over Steve Cohen's house. Carlos Mendoza was there. This must mean the Mets are going to sign him. I I don't think it tells us anything, honestly. I think we're in the same boat we've been in the last few weeks, which is Yamamoto has an unprecedented amount of interest. It seems like every big market team in baseball is interested in this guy. And that really is unique because you look at other big-time free agents over the last five years. There's always a few big market teams that are just not interested. You You very rarely get a free agency where everybody is falling all over themselves for the same guy. I mean, think about Bryce Harper a few years ago. The Yankees weren't interested in Bryce Harper. The Boston Red Sox weren't making a big push for Bryce Harper. So even when you get like these elite level position players, there's always a handful of big market teams that sit it out. This pursuit of Yamamoto is unprecedented because everybody's in. I mean, when have we ever had a free agent bidding that involved both the Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Giants? It's everybody. And so because everybody's involved, Yamamoto is doing his due diligence and has met with every single team. I mean, unlike Shohei Otani, who had no interest in coming to our team, and we were going to have to, like, push the door down to even kind of get a meeting with him, Yamamoto's talking to everybody. So when I hear he goes to Steve Cohen's house on a Saturday night, it's certainly not bad news. I didn't take it as we're not getting him, but I didn't take it as now the deal's done. Because think about what also came out within, let's say, 12 to 24 hours of that report. And that was John Heyman saying that Yamamoto met with the Yankees on Sunday and the meeting was at the request of Yamamoto. And if you like to write fan fiction, you can spin that one however you want. (laughs) You, You really can. So the Yankee fan can spin it as, see, he's coming to the Yankees. He had that dinner date with Steve Cohen. And he realized, I don't want you, I want them. And immediately, he gets into his car after that wonderful date, after he's wined and dined, and he immediately texts his old lover, but new lover, the New York Yankees, and says, what are you guys doing tomorrow? You got plans? You want to hang out? 
And I understand why the Yankee fan would construe it that way. He has this big meeting with the Mets and then immediately says, I need to meet with the New York Yankees. If you're a Met fan who likes to write fan fiction, you would spin this as he's informing the Yankees that he's in love with the Mets. He's trying to do it in a classy way. I had this wonderful night in Connecticut with Steve Cohen. So now what I'm going to do, because I'm a class guy, is I'm going to meet with the New York Yankees so I could tell them face-to-face, I'm dumping your ass. You could take this however you want. My maturity, because I was never this mature. Back in the day, every trade rumor, every free agent meeting would cause my brain to just fry. But I'm more mature now. I'm a 40-year-old man. I've got some gray hairs in my beard. The way I take all of this is we don't know what it means. We have no idea. What we know is this. The Mets are clearly pursuing him. The Mets are clearly going to make an aggressive bid to get his services. I think we would be all very surprised if the Mets' bid comes in small. If their bid comes in as not the top offer, or at least very close to the top offer. So this is a franchise that is not reminiscent of the Wilpons, despite what anybody wants to say. This is a differently run organization, and they are pursuing Yoshinabu Yamamoto to its extreme. Are they going to get him? My confidence level is very low, and I've explained why. I look in the mirror. I look in the mirror and I see a franchise that's trying to change what everyone else thinks of them and maybe change what a kid growing up in Japan knows about them, which is probably very little. And I look at the roster, and while I don't think it's bad, and I certainly think the Mets can compete for a playoff spot, I think the L.A. Dodgers and the New York Yankees have more to offer. I think their history has more to offer. And at the end of the day, we don't know what Yamamoto wants If it is literally the last dime, then yeah, we have a shot. But if it's about growing up with posters on his wall, it's very difficult to imagine. Very difficult to imagine that young Yoshinabu Yamamoto was in love with Matt Harvey or was in love with anybody in the mid-2000s. No offense to what we did. We did get to a World Series, but the Mets are not an iconic franchise. And that's not self-hate. It's just self-evaluation. So my confidence level is not very, very high. But we as Met fans need to have an honest conversation with ourselves. And I I remember saying this prior to the beginning of free agency. My prediction was I thought the Mets would be really in to two elite-level guys, Yamamoto and Shohei Otani. I don't know if I was necessarily wrong about Otani. Certainly, I've listened to all of your emails and tweets over the last few weeks saying the Mets were interested in Otani, but they clearly got the message that he wasn't interested. And what did you want Steve Cohen to do? That debate is over. We agree. We disagree. It doesn't matter. Whether they were into him or not, they didn't get him. They're clearly into Yamamoto. They're being super aggressive in trying to get his services. But my prediction at the beginning of this offseason was if they don't get those guys, I don't think Steve Cohen's going to walk around with a bag of money begging for any other free agent. And as we sit here in the middle of December, creeping closer to Christmas, I'm further emboldened by that. And so what I guess is depressing to a lot of Met fans is that if they don't end up on the positive end of this bid for Yamamoto, 
this is going to turn into a very quiet offseason, and to many, it's going to turn into a massively disappointing offseason. Two things can be true at the same time. Something can be disappointing and smart all at the same time. You know what I mean by that? I'll explain it. I don't want the New York Mets to throw stupid money at guys just because they didn't get the people they prefer. That's not smart baseball. That's not what I want Steve Cohen to do. He is a billionaire, and he has proven over the last few years he's willing to spend. Has he spent wisely? Not necessarily. But he has spent. And that's why let's eliminate the idea that Steve Cohen doesn't want to spend. 